So last year, we covered about how Reddit onboarded millions of people into Web3 by announcing their avatar program, which were NFTs, but nowhere up front was all the blockchain technology and all the technical jargon used that we're used to in Web3. So people onboarded, they were collecting these things, and they had really no idea what was happening on the back end. We praised them for that because it was an amazing thing. However, their recent moves, what they have done is teaching lessons to us in Web3. However, this is a negative move. So we're going to dive into all of that today and see what we can learn from that and apply it to what we're doing and building in Web3. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. When we're thinking of things that are being built in Web3, we don't necessarily think of API. Now, API is short for Application Program Interface, but this is just a fancy word of saying that they're giving access to their data. So we know with these big tech companies, they have lots of data. We've been creating content on them, building communities and using them for years. So there is a lot to sift through each user, their profile, what their preferences are and so forth, email addresses, and so many things have trained the algorithms or as we now know, the AI, if you will, as to how that person interacts and how it could be marketed to. Now, when it comes to having access to that data, that information that is being created on these platforms, usually they do it through an API. Now, if you listen to a lot of tech people speak about the early 90s internet and when everything was sort of open source, basically anyone could just go and look at the code and start to copy and replicate what was going on. APIs started to come along that created a gated effect, if you will. And a lot of the times in Web3, we speak about digital ownership and having your own data and so forth. It's because a lot of this data is behind a paid wall, a gated wall that's proprietary to the Facebooks, the Googles, Amazons, and in this case, Reddit. Well, they started to charge for their API access, meaning that the apps that were using the data that was being put on the platform had to then pay Reddit in order to access that data. Now, this might not seem like a huge problem because you might be thinking, well, of course, it is their platform, so they can charge whatever they want. Well, there are many apps that were built, huge communities that had third-party apps that allowed them to access Reddit because the user experience, especially before the redesign, was really not that good directly on Reddit. So many people prefer to use these third-party apps. Now, one of them in particular announced that they would be shutting down because they would have to pay 20 $21 million per month in order to keep it going. Now, that might sound like an absolutely crazy number, but just having access to that data is proprietary. It is their data, and that's what it's going to charge. So a lot of these apps ended up shutting down. Now, why this is important and relevant to what we're doing in Web3 is that we often speak about digital ownership, and that's what the beautiful thing about the blockchain and owning NFTs and that sort of thing does for us as individuals. Now, what they were doing with these apps and these companies and everything, they were building on the land, the infrastructure that was put up by Reddit. Therefore, when you're in their house, you have to play by their rules. So if you look on the internet right now, you're seeing a lot of subreddits, which would be basically like a subboard, if you will, a, a group of people around a particular interest, such as woodworking, NFTs, Web3, whatever it might be. Any topic, there is 
a subreddit for that particular one. They have moderators and people in there. And they're basically boycotting and shutting down the information and not posting as far as what's going on on these things. And the reason being is because they are protesting the moves that Reddit is charging for their API access. Now, you might be saying this is absolutely crazy. Why would they be protesting against a platform for trying to make a profit, trying to do what's best for the business? And it's because... These moderators, these communities that have been using Reddit and creating all this content, bringing people back to the platform, do not see it in the best interest of the community. So they are banding together to basically stop putting up content and stop giving people a reason to come back to Reddit until this policy has changed. Because many of those apps and things that they enjoyed, they're now shutting down. And this is really not in the spirit of an open internet freedom and all those types of things, which a lot of the Reddit community celebrates and pioneers, if you will, because a lot of that which trickled over into Web3, what happens on Twitter and these discussions that we're having with digital sovereignty and your own identity, owning your own data and so forth is not unique to what we are building. This is years and decades, if you will, of ideas that have been circulating on message boards, Communities like 4chan, of course, Reddit, and all these different places that ended up in Web3 in the discussion of what we're having on Twitter. So everything sort of comes full circle right now. So right now, there is a direct war against the user base and the community over at Reddit with the executives and management that is trying to build a sustainable business. So what can we take from this and bring over into Web3 as to what we're doing, what we're building, and how we're using all this stuff? Even with Twitter, right? We love to celebrate Twitter. We have our Twitter spaces and so forth. We're tweeting and having communities get together and do all sorts of cool things, even on Discord. But guess what? At the end of the day, we are using their platform, relying on them. This is something that I often speak about as far as building on someone else's land, you're renting that land, if you will. Sure, you might have a massive audience, but your voice could easily be silenced and shut out. And that's one of the things that we like to pioneer, we like to speak about, because it is a huge problem. And one thing to really take into consideration, especially going forward and building different things, when it comes to VCs investments, and when they're actually looking at a company and trying to evaluate how much is something worth, one of the things that goes into that calculation is how much are they relying on a third party? So if the business is entirely dependent on the success of Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, or some other platform, a third party, the value of that company is going down significantly. Because remember, if they don't have the keys to their own kingdom, well, then they are at the mercy of that platform. So they will never, ever reach their true value and potential as long as they're relying on that third party. So that's why it is very important to build something that is self-sustainable and reliant. So you might be wondering, well, how does this even come up? Well, I'll recently say I was in a community meeting with the crypto tech women. And one of the ideas that was uh, being discussed and, and spoken about is, should they partner with a third party to build what they're trying to build? And yes and no, because the same discussion came up there. Because at the end of the day, if you're heavily reliant on that partnership and what they are building and you are basically pinning your success to their growth and their success and also the acceptance of what you're trying to do and the support going forward, then it's a very dangerous place to be. So if you're trying to build a brand, you're trying to build a platform and be sustainable for the long-term future, that is something that should be in mind. Are we heavily reliant too much on something such as a platform such as OpenSea, Magic Eden? Are we heavily reliant on 
the AI models that are owned by open AI, such as the GPT-4 and all these amazing things. Of course, now Google has Bard, Microsoft has Bing, and so many models are out there mid-journey for the images. There's stable diffusion, and so many other options. So what exactly are we relying on? It is very important to put these things into consideration when building something in the future, because as long as, long as that company is dependent on one of those third parties, guess what? The evaluation is always going to be at its mercy. So hopefully this is just something to think going forward. It's going to be very interesting to see how all of this develops with what's happening over on Reddit, how they're building things out, how they're going to make amends with the communities, those moderators that have shut down those boards and what have you. And I think it's going to be a very interesting parallel to what we're going to see now in Web3 and how social media is going to then come over and use these decentralized models that is not heavily reliant on a central party that can turn off the water, if you will, at any time. So it is very interesting to see. We really haven't seen a very successful Web3 or decentralized social media platform. But with more things like this happening and going forward, you know, it's only a matter of time before these communities make that transition and go over there. So keep an eye on this one. Love to hear your thoughts on this. Please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter or using contact information in the show notes. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.